Hello guys, uh, how are you doing? What a day uh, for English sport. I'm just sitting here in the dark, just got back uh, back in Cheltenham after working in London on Sky Sports News tonight and a kind of landmark day for English sport in a couple of significant ways on the football field, football pitch I should say, England's biggest win in football, uh, six goals scored against Panama, biggest win at the World Cup, of course they've had a bigger wins than that. Get a 9-0, 8-0 elsewhere, but at a World Cup, the big show, by far and away the biggest win. The first time they've scored six goals at a World Cup. Previous biggest wins were 3-0 in terms of winning margin against a team, albeit ranked uh, currently 55th in the world in Panama at the first World Cup. And so overjoyed to score <laughs> just a goal today. Perhaps reflects um, their ambitions and, and their status. But just the uh, the nature of that win for someone that's been in England person an English person and growing up in the kind of tension and agony usually associated with sport uh, for watching them at major tournaments and the tension even against lower ranked opposition this was unbelievable to go 5-0 up at half time Harry Kane scores a hat-trick he's got five goals for the tournament he now leads the way first England player since Gary Lineker in 1986 to score a hat-trick at a World Cup the other of course Sir Jeff Hurst the World Cup final in 1966. Um, away from football, it was a great day, and I've been on Sky Sports News summarising all this stuff tonight, TV channel, uh, covering sport in the UK, if you're listening to this from elsewhere. I'm a presenter, an anchor on that station, and we had the cricket as well, which for England was landmark. They kind of remarkably pulled a victory out of the fire in Manchester at Old Trafford against Australia to win the one-day series against the Aussies 5-0, which is the first time they've ever whitewashed, so won every contest in a series across any format of cricket. So the test uh, one-day or T20, any format of cricket, whitewash series against Australia. And if you think the test matches go back to the 19th century... That's pretty phenomenal. I know that recent decades, Australia have certainly whitewashed England a couple of times. And then, of course, there was an Englishman, uh, Lewis Hamilton, winning the French Grand Prix. Um, Matt Wallace won the BMW Open Golf, although Paul Casey uh, lost eventually to American Bubba Watson at the PGA Tour Golf in Connecticut. But otherwise, great day for English sport. Go back 24 hours before that. And then there was uh, a fourth win ever for England in Test Rugby Union in South Africa, uh, albeit a losing consolation. They'd already lost the series, but uh, I think it's a fourth win probably out of 15, 16 total matches ever played in South Africa. So there was uh, something to that, and it was a kind of returning story for Danny Cipriani, who a fullback after 10 years after his last start for England, um, dinked a wonderful kick into the corner. Sorry, fullback, fly half, I should be saying, dinked a wonderful kick into the corner. And Johnny May danced over, plenty of pace, got it over to win the game for England. The real moment of clarity from Daddy Cipriani. And kind of what struck me most about watching England was just a sense of not having the tension and anxiety of the past. And it's very interesting listening to some sort of radio commentaries coming in today, some radio phone-ins on the way home, uh, talking about a lack of fear. And then you look at the, the camp around Gareth Southgate, the man who's charged with leading England, and he's done several things several key components of his staff. One was getting a full-time psychological uh, team there. There's a lady called Pippa Grange, who I think is Australian, but she's uh, basically charged with developing psychological resistance to the pressure of big games. 
Um, and also the cricket today won by Joss Butler, who has famously got a slogan written on his um, cricket bat saying F it. Now, Butler's averaged 80 in test match uh, cricket over the summer, 65 in one day cricket. Before that was a key component for Rajasthan Royals in the IPL 2020 tournament. And it's his kind of mantra to be in the moment, not to get lost. As it is, Danny Cipriani has done a lot of psychological training, a lot of meditation stuff. And every time you hear him, it'll be about not getting too high, not getting too low, about being mentally there, present in the moment. And I just wonder if that's the thread that connects all those England victories over the, the weekend. Because, of course, you know, being a nationality is a psychological phenomenon, isn't it? It's an identity you adopt. It's an intellectual thing. It's just a hunk of land, uh, the shores that we live on, these great British Isles. But we've named uh, this part of it England. And what's happened with the psyche and mentality maybe over the past couple of decades, particularly in football at big tournaments, has been this sense of mental fragility that we will buckle penalty shootouts the key psychological test um there's an identity that everyone's played into seemingly the country the media the public the players that we don't have that resolve losing big shootouts at the italian 90 world cup the euro 96 european championships both of those incidentally to west germany and then the unified germany in 96 then we had 2004 2006 defeats on penalties as well and then almost uh, a kind of excessive mental um, paralysis against uh, Iceland at Euro 2016, going out the group stage before that, the World Cup 2014, where it almost seemed that that psychological kind of sense of uh, inability to, to deliver on the big stage had kind of frozen them to the point where England couldn't get beyond the, the group stage and wasn't commensurate with their ability in terms of these guys playing attributes at their club level, primarily in the Premier League in England, which is ranked top two leagues in the world by most people's estimation. So it's fascinating that Gareth Southgate's got uh, Pippa Grange. He's also got a guy called Alan Russell, who is a sort of peripatetic former striker. Uh, we called him, I think, sometimes at work tonight, a journeyman, but I think probably disrespectful, but he's well-travelled, you could say that. An interesting career. He um, was a striker for Bernie and among other teams. He also went to Carolina, I believe, in the States. Different teams, different levels, not the highest level by any stretch of the imagination. But since retiring, he's also a male model at one point. <laughs> Good-looking chap. And he uh, appeared in a, a Sh- uh, I think it was, um, no, not a Shakira, it was a Christine Aguilera video back in 2003 in MTV. So he's an interesting character, but he set up after retiring a superior striker personalised service. And this is something Gareth Southgate's done as well as a psychologist, is get uh, bespoke specialists in, trying to reflect NFL where you train uh, people individually with experts on positions. And he's worked with Andre Gray, kind of part of his rise from non-league football to elite Premier League level in England in recent years. At the, I think past the age of 23, Andre Gray was quite a kind of meteoric rise. So he's kind of, this is uh, Alan Russell's forte. He's been working with the England team and I guess born fruits in terms of what we've seen on the pitch with Harry Kane, the captain, who has got uh, 11 goals in seven games as captain. He scored in his last five for England. He scored a hat-trick today, um, albeit the third one was a bit fortuitous, wasn't it? Because it was a Ruben Loftus-Cheek left-foot strike that kind of caught his heel as he was running away from goal Kane and bounced into the net. But he's, uh, apparently his mantra is to, to normalise things and to tre- teach calm, relaxation, ability to be in the moment. Because all we talk about a lot of times is pressure, thinking about it, focusing on it. 
and actually the thread that connects perhaps the rugby with Cipriani in that moment of cool when he's getting actually pressed really hard by the South Africans they kind of close him down and kind of wipe him out as he kicks to the corner there's that moment of just ability to just take a beat be there feel it not overthink it not worry about what might happen for Joss Butler England were 114 for eight which means they had two wickets left to lose and he was operating with tail enders and they had to get past 200 and he managed to do it 110 I believe not out at the end Joss Butler but obviously he's saying effort on his back and it's just that sense of it's not a big deal don't over exaggerate it and that's what Pippa Grange is doing with the England football team perhaps always a lack of fear now you can say it's a weaker opposition of course it is Tunisia and Panama aren't ranked that high Tunisia are 21st in the world I think Panama 55th but um, in the context of, of just the performances we've seen in the past, when they've been racked with tension of fear, even against lower opposition, Alar Iceland, who were the smallest ever team to be at this World Cup, and they were at Euro 2016, knocked England out. That sense of paralysis in those games where England lost that game, and there wasn't any free-flowing expression, um, is massive. But anyway, just my thoughts on that. You know, it's a kind of, like I say, nationality is a psychological idea which has had positive and negative ramifications. It gives people a sense of community, doesn't it? But obviously in the political stage, as we can see with the USA, North Korea and all the other conflicts of the past, it can cause tensions. But the football can unify people. And England at the moment, a successful day, big time. The sunshine coming down as well. It kind of almost seems surreal, a dreamlike event. England scoring six goals in a football match at the World Cup, whitewashing Australia at cricket, the great nemesis, who seemed to have so much psychological resolve and uh, doing well in the rugby match and Lewis Hamilton doing well as well. Uh, but let me know your thoughts on that. What about that? Is it true? Is there a sense that you think that this psychological preparation has been paramount? Because that's often the difference, right? The highest level is that ability to just zone in, be confident, be relaxed, not think about it too much, not put pressure on yourself. Maybe England are doing that. I and mean, this openness, this kind of social media c- coverage on the boys through Instagram and things like that, and also just uh, apparently discussing with Pippa Grange their vulnerabilities. And with the striker, Alan Russell, learning to calm, hit the ball cleanly, apparently is one of his mantras. And it seems to work, right? Keep it simple. It seems to be the biggest thing in life. Less is more. Kind of microcosm, isn't it, of how, uh, of how to be. And once you sort of don't overthink it, don't complicate it, maybe you stand yourself a good chance if you've got good players. And England should have good players. They're all playing elite level uh, football, technically very competent, athletically very gifted. Uh, anyway... Enjoy it while it lasts. As I said to people on Twitter earlier, it comes around rarely. These big, big wins remind me of Euro 96 for England-Netherlands game. And that was obviously a tougher opponent full of uh, European champions from Ajax the past year. But this is uh, quite surreal feeling. And for youngsters out there listening to this and you're English, just enjoy it. Enjoy the rest of uh, the World Cup, guys. I'm off tomorrow, back on Tuesday, Sky Sports News. Keep in touch, Ed Draper 81 on Twitter. As I say, I'm a sports broadcaster in the UK. This is kind of a blog slash podcast. Get some guests on here. Hoping to get Leon McKenzie, a boxer and footballer of the past. He's good on mental stuff as well. I've suffered mental illness and is a big advocate of, of publicising um, that issue as well. So good to speak to him about psychology of sport and life too, which is what I try and thread things together here is connect the two. And I think from England and stuff this weekend, it's just a sense of don't overthink it. You know, be be in the moment. And as uh, Joss Butler would say, F it. But yeah, Ed Draper 81 on Twitter, Ed underscore Draper 81 on Instagram. Did a little video recapping the game just after the final whistle, actually. And people's 
put a few thoughts on that on that video, which you can see in my um, stories for a few hours or so. But yeah, hope you all enjoy the sunshine over in the UK because it's unbelievable. A month or so of wall-to-wall sunshine it makes me realise I wasn't dreaming that we did have this weather when I was a kid and you have these summers. It's good stuff. Cheers, guys.